I'm trying to improve my self-esteem. Could you say a little about giving in? Should we ever give in? Or is it better to stand your ground? So when we're born as babies, we don't really have a self-concept, a sense of who we are, or of self-esteem. We're kind of non-different than the environment we're in, particularly with our mother. And as time goes by, we learn to differentiate ourselves from our environment, from other people, from our parents, from our mother, and form a sense of an identity. And self-esteem is essentially how we feel about that identity that, that we've created. Of course, we don't exist any more or any less when we have or don't have a self-concept. It, it's just a map. It's just a kind of a, a snapshot of who we are. But what it allows us to do is to use ourself as a symbol. And the reason we want to do that is so we can do little tests. So we can imagine the, the notion of us and we can imagine the notion of a hot surface. And we can imagine what might happen if we mix that notion of us with that hot surface. And we can realize that that's not nice. Uh, we can learn that from our own experience or other people's experiences who are similar to us. And then we can avoid danger in that way. So it's really helpful to be able to run those little tests. If you're going to jump over a ditch, similarly, you can say, well, can I make this? Do I have the capacity? We can do a little test in our imagination without ever having to jump over the ditch. Now, we might be right or we might be wrong with that estimation. And the problem is it can change over time as well, because maybe when we were younger, we couldn't. So we just gave up on it. But now we're older and we could, but we don't even think to try it. So this is the kind of shifting that can happen. The ground changes. And it's a bit like a map, like on a GPS. It can be out of date. The environment, the road layout can change. And sometimes, though, we haven't updated our system, which can be a problem. So... If our self-esteem isn't where we might want it to be, what tends to happen then is we we sometimes swing. Sometimes we're, we're insecure or we feel uh, low within ourselves, and so we will tend to maybe give in to other people. And so then when we want to restore self-esteem, we try and find ourselves, and we do that by asserting ourselves. And part of that is learning to say no and maybe to stand our ground in, in situations where anything unwelcome is happening. And that's important. And it's also inevitable as well in that swing that there could be potentially a bit of an overswing, like a pendulum that swings one way and then counterbalances and swings the other way and then levels out uh, somewhat in the middle. But I think the main point about putting yourself first is realizing that it has to be really what suits you rather than just what's reactive to how you used to be. So in other words, if you always used to say yes, being you doesn't mean then switching to saying no. It may mean saying no in many cases. It may mean saying yes. It may mean saying nothing. But the point is, is you don't have to reactively be defined by being the opposite of how you were before. And it's unfortunate because sometimes people put themselves under a lot of pressure, thinking, well, if I don't say no here, I can't be myself. I need to assert myself in order to be me. So the bottom line is you are you regardless. 
You don't need to say no, but you also don't need to say yes. You are you, and there's no extra effort that's needed in order to assert that. So what we want to get better at doing in those moments where a question is being asked is almost being able to step back from it as if we were looking at it as a third party and saying, well, what is really the best outcome here? What do we want? What's ecologically valid? What's good for for you as the person in that situation, if you're looking at yourself from a distance? What's good for the other person? What is the best way of bringing it forward, which is reasonable? And it may suit you sometimes to say yes and go along with what somebody wants. So that's great. That That's valid. It doesn't matter if they benefit uh, as long as you're benefiting too and it's fair and reasonable. It may be that saying no is much more appropriate and certainly standing your ground in those moments. But the important thing is is you don't have to be co-opted into yeses or nos. The whole point of freedom is literally being you. And sometimes you might want to play with this a little bit. A good way to find yourself is practice. Saying yes, saying no and just alternate maybe on different days people will be lucky depending on what day they get you on and you know within reason of course unless it's an emergency or something but just practicing engaging and disengaging in different ways so you're building that range almost a range of muscular movement so you're getting comfortable moving around in that space considering the circumstances and asking what is overall best for me because sometimes even if somebody is a bit arrogant or they are pushing it a bit still might suit you just fine to give them a bit of a bit of praise and go along with it and you really win in the end now don't get too caught up on that because that's probably not going to work in the long run but we don't have to just for the sake of it be asserting yourself in a moment the more important question is what is actually right for you what is a match for you what suits you now and what suits you in the future and if that also happens to benefit other people that's absolutely wonderful and to the degree you're caring for people who really need that support, wonderful, but let that come assertively from you. You're not doing that because you feel you have to. You're doing it because you want to. It's coming from a self-respecting, independent place. And really duress or doing something because you feel you have to do it, that's not a mark uh, on, on, on your self-respect. If there is somebody who is really forcing you against your will to do something. It really is important that, as unpleasant and inappropriate as that may be, that we don't, as a result of that, though, feel in any way less of a person. Because, look, no matter who you are, if you're the strongest, capable, most capable person in the world, if somebody under threat forces you to do something, you may have to go along with it. You may be ultra-confident on the normal day. You can imagine a very skilled police officer, you know, a detective, somebody really, really good at what they're doing. And in a hostage situation, they end up involved in it. They become a hostage. And guess what? They do what they're told. They go along with it as much as is appropriate in the situation. But they don't feel that they're losing self-respect in doing it because they have enough self-respect to know that it's necessary to play the game, so to speak, to just go along to get involved with this in order to be able to maybe talk the person down in time or to bring it through to a safe conclusion or to protect other people. So similarly, let's not define our self-worth too much by what other people are doing or not doing. You are worthwhile, and that's not based upon what other people choose to say or do in a given moment. So hopefully from that place, you can then make good decisions as you go along, yes in some moments, no's in others, but either way, you feel that feeling of being you.